2: Take a moment to connect with your mates, a simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football.
0: Just starting to believe a little bit. Well, Hoylert's got the better of Buxton. Puts it into an area. Keo Zamora! Unbelievable!
3: Brick of Elimination. Bobby Zamora has sorely scored another playoff winner. Hello and welcome to another episode of the W12 Podcast. Thank you for listening. Not not inadvertently, we've got a um, transfer deadline special, <laughs> um, which we, we didn't plan, but it's happening. So we we might have some breaking news as, as we're recording. So if we get any, we'll uh, we we'll sure to, we'll be sure to share.
0: Um, so today we've got, um, Dunk, how are we, mate? Yeah, I'm good, mate. I'm disappointed you're not wearing a yellow tie for Deadline
3: Day. <laughs> <laughs> or Jim White. It could have been Jim White, couldn't yeah. yeah.
0: You good though, mate? Still delivering the post?
3: Unfortunately,
0: late. I'm still delivering the post, mate. No, not late. Yeah. I get there on time. <laughs> I'm a good poster, mate. I always deliver. But still on. What is it? Three weeks in a row now, mate? can't believe it. Wow. He yeah, probably led.
1: Yeah, I know mate. I mean Monday works best for me tomorrow off work, so as long as we keep them to Mondays, I'll be on. But <laughs> I'm, uh, apart from that, I'm all good.
2: And we're joined by Scuds today. How you doing, mate? Hello, my fellow ours. I'm doing very well, thank you. First appearance. Welcome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excited to uh chat with you boys about all things ours and all that. Okay, so yeah, it's gonna be uh gonna be a good time, I reckon. We've got lots to chat about. Um where shall we start?
3: I guess, just before we've come on, I've literally just seen that we are close to signing Jeff Hendrick from Newcastle. Um, I'm not sure how much you've seen of that. It's pretty, thought, pretty breaking. What's your thoughts?
1: I thought he was going to Borough. But...
3: Apparently not. Apparently we've hijacked his move and he's on his way to Loftus Road now.
1: Let's hope it's not another or then wingy moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: right. <laughs> now that one was famous now what that winning. one, isn't it? That's still famous that one, isn't
1: it? Yeah, they were talking about it today when Abamiang went to Barcelona. They brought that up, didn't
0: they? Yeah, but that's the only time we ever get mentioned on some mm-hmm. deadline day, because we never sign anybody really, do we? So it's always yeah, for the Odden-Wingy moment. moment.
3: Yeah, those days I've got a day. Remember that? I remember, it, what was it,
2: 2012 13? We signed about six players on transfer deadline day. I don't it was like from six until like closing, we were just like lining them up. <laughs> was it like DJ Campbell and like was it um Kieran Dyer
3: and it was good. Is it Daddy Gavadon? I don't know why I remember all these?
2: God, yeah, oh, Dad, yeah, Mar- Marquis signings, oh. of course. Yeah, I used to... It's
3: transfer transferred every day. I used to get the snacks in and put the day off work and everything. He used to be mad.
0: That's um, not the same anymore, is it? Just seen a little tweet. It's just linked in with the Jeff Hendricks thing. Do you think old, um, our mate Ruben at Newcastle, Amit's mate, has had a little bit of a deal we going on? I yeah. that's kind of... That is oh, very that's good I'm yeah. not claiming credit for it. I've just seen someone put it on Twitter. So... Um, I don't know, it's just something that it could be a little linked. That's why maybe we've like, stolen ahead of Borough in that deal.
1: I mean, talking to a, one of my Toon pals before, he, he said he's not that great, but he's definitely what? got, he's definitely got talent. Oh, he's no, I don't know, him or Patterson, what you'd rather, but you'd take anything, wouldn't you, at the moment?
3: I think the issue for me is, is Patterson's a winger, attacker, and, and Jeff Hendrick, as far as I know, he's a centre midfielder, which is our strongest position.
2: But then we have yeah. like loaned out quite a few of the, the the youngsters from midfield, so maybe it's to just maybe bolster up the options we have got. It's, it is a bit of a strange one, to be fair, because I mean, like Warburton was saying earlier, that you know he's looking at you know uh, an attacking midfielder, but this guy is obviously not. So uh, it is a bit of a strange, uh, um, you know, signing.
1: Uh- I think with what we were talking about, you know, the attacking and attacking midfielders, I think he's done that in case Chair gets a knock, hasn't he? We we need someone that will fulfil that space for Chair if he did was to get injured. Because obviously we've been fortunate for injuries this season so far. So you know, I'm I'm assuming that, but we'll just have to see. We, you know, we're we're climbing up that table. So at the moment, who cares?
0: Yeah, <laughs> 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 you've definitely just jinxed us as well, then, mate, haven't you now? <laughs>
3: it feels like a bit of a panic if I'm honest if it's true I mean I'm not we're not 100% sure but it seems like it is um I think we we were we were I think we had all our eggs on Paterson, didn't we we were hoping that Swansea were going to buckle on on a fee um which they wanted was quite high or something that we weren't going to pay and um I don't think they have have they they've been pretty I think we've had was it three or four bids that we've had which have been rejected so um in,
0: like, to, it, make, right? f- to make three or four bids and still be rejected and that's like, now like dead in the water we must have been really far away from their valuation
3: well that's what they were saying they were saying that we were the whole time they've been saying that we, we've we been miles away I, I saw one saying we offered them Osmond KK <laughs> as well i do not sure that's going to get the deal going is it? <laughs> Oh. Right then, so let's, let's chat Reading then. Um, what a performance. Um, I think getting that early goal helped, didn't it, against Reading? Because I think they're a team with not a lot of confidence. Well, I actually thought they started quite well in the first sort of 10 minutes, um, 10, 15 minutes. But, um,
2: but as soon as that goal went in, I, I think there was only one team winning. Scuds, were you there, mate? I was there, of course, mate. There, of course, in, in the front row of Upper, upper P. So, uh, yeah, I saw it saw it all from a a lovely distance, but uh, yeah, no, um, yeah. I mean, um, that, that, I mean, not only getting that early goal, but also for Dykes to um, get back on the score sheet was a, was a massive boost because obviously he's needed a a goal um, for a while now. But um, I mean, before the game, I I was saying to different people that, you know, for me, it was a must-win game because not because, you know, it's it's Reading or anything. It's just that that was possibly one of the three easiest points we were going to get you know, this, this side of the season. You know, Reading are really, really under the cosh at the moment. Um, you know, the the confidence in their team is really low. So, you know, not only did we need to go out and, and get a win off of them, but, you know, they were another t- like they they were someone was owed a you know a thrashing and I, I always thought it was going to be them because of the position they're in.
1: Trust it to be a game I didn't go to as well I was working. Always,
2: <laughs> <laughs> always happens, does it? <laughs> Maybe you should stay away more often. Then we might score more. But <laughs> 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 <Yeah. laughs> well, it, look, it, it
1: looked, you know, the atmosphere looked rocking from what I saw and the, from the highlights and things. It was a full full sellout, wasn't it? Near enough.
3: Close to, I think it was just over sixteen sixteen thousand. But you think that Reading only brought down what eighteen nineteen hundred, and that holds three thousand, did it? So. You're not far off the floor else there are you? I love seeing off this road fall. It's one of my favourite things to see is a fall off the road. Like literally, it's just great. Like um, so,
0: yeah. What do you think, mate? Uh, well, it was, it was a big contrast, obviously, compared to Tuesday night against Swansea, where like it was a bit of a. Like, the game's was just so different. Like the energy was there on Saturday, and we were like, really on the front foot from the very off, like almost, and. I think that's what helped us. And I think that's, obviously you said, getting the early goal helped. Obviously, Dykes has got his second. I think it was a bit fortunate for it came off on his shoulder rather than his head. But like uh, that's the kind of luck you get once you get the first goal. Hopefully, he'll now kick on, have a little run, get us another 10 goals he needs before the end of the season to fire us into the automatics. I always think it's really kick
3: When QPR get going, and what I mean by that is, when we've got our key players on forward to I think we're pretty much unbeatable or unstoppable. I mean, like you, Stephanie had he turned up. He was excellent. You know, you, Chrissy Willicks. He, he was just—he's always pretty excellent, but he was excellent as well. You get one of the strikers turned up. You know, your backs are—you uh, know—are are, are involved and playing well because um, you, you can guarantee that your back three at the moment. They're as consistent as you can get as a back three. So when you get though you know, and, and you've got Amos as well. who turned up. who was pretty. Who was excellent on the day. Um, so I just thought everything sort of
0: went right, didn't it? That should have got that should have happened did. But do you think we actually still weren't really in top gear either? I think we still had another level we could have got to. I don't think we've been yeah. in top gear all season. That's I don't what know what else like. think. we've I reckon like that was the closest I think we've been to being like fourth gear. Do you know what I mean? Like we've like we haven't been anywhere near our fluid best, like where we literally are
2: playing a team completely off the park. Yeah, really? despite Despite being be four 0 it's it still wasn't a pretty game. I mean, we we still made it hard for ourselves in, in mm. at some points. You know, it wasn't a you know uh you know four, four nil. Yeah, right. We we thrashed them, but it weren't like oh that was you know we could have even scored you know like six seven eight. Like you know, it it was still there was still another gear that we could have gone into for sure. Mm. Just whether we can find that gear though, isn't it? But I mean,
1: winning four nil me any day of the week if, if we're
2: only in fourth gear winning four 4-0 save that fifth gear for the playoffs we might
3: need the playoffs <laughs> need to play <laughs> um, as, as I mentioned a minute ago about Dykes yeah I mean look if anyone needed a couple of goals it was definitely him um, I'm, I'm really undersized from Dykes and I don't I, I, you know people who listen to the podcast probably know that I'm, I'm in the middle I'm on the fence I just don't know which side he's going to fall He's either going to be an average championship striker who's going to go rounds, or he's just going to. Is he? Could he, Could he be the, like? Because he's got all the attributes. Could it? Could he? Could he be the, go up to? us see links to him to Burnley and Brighton. And like, what do you think?
1: I think. I think. I don't know. if This is a bit harsh. I, you know, I'm a big Lyndon Dykes fan, but I think he's a champ player. You know, at, at, at best, I think. I, I don't know I, might have a big statement there, but I think he's a very good champ player. Prem, do you think he'll do it? But then he, you know, he did it in the national with Scotland. So am I being a bit harsh? I don't know.
0: I think the but the weirdest contrast I can make with it is you look at the top goal scorer this year in the championships, Mitrovic. Last year it was Tony. Neither of them are making have ever really made light in the Premier League. Mitrovic's always struggled when he's been up there. Tony's struggling now with Brentford up there. I think sometimes you look too good in the championship sometimes and you don't make the step up. Whereas I think if you're that average striker in the championship getting about the 15 kind of goal mark, you seem to make the step up. It seems to work better, if that makes sense. Like, sometimes the outstanding ones when they're in the championship don't make the step up. Whereas the ones who haven't had that outstanding season do make the step up. You know what I mean? Do you know what
2: I'm saying? Yeah, I mean... <laughs> I mean, that's one thing with with Dykes is, you know, he come he come from Scotland. You know, where the the football up there is is nowhere near as good as obviously you know Championship and Premiership. It did take him a year to sort of find find his footing, you know, um, with the Championship. And now he when he's when he's in form, yeah, I, you know, I think he's a bit unstoppable. But he just lacks that consistency. And that's that's the one thing that, that lets him down at the moment, you know. And pe- people will look at him as, and say, you know, will he will he be able to cut it in the prem? But I I completely agree, though, you know, with the, the Tony and Mitrovic, they they cannot they cannot seem to find their footing in the prem. You know, they, they look great in the championship. You know, Dykes could be one of those gems where maybe doesn't do so well. You know, in the, well, he's not consistent enough in the championship, but go up to the prem. He'll find his footing, you know. He'll find his rhythm, and and all of a sudden becomes, you know, a, a consistent striker. He's, the thing with Dykes is and I say it all the time, sometimes he frustrates
3: me because he's like, what is he six foot? I don't know, three four bowl. Well, you know, he's, he looks like he could rough up, he rough you up, but sometimes he just gets bullied. Sometimes too easy. I saw like I don't know, I don't know what, if anyone's got that view, but I just find sometimes I want him just to get in and just like roughing up the centre-halves. Austin does it a little bit. He just gets in there and niggly and leaves an art. Like, just, I just wanted to do that a bit more. I feel like he could do that. It'd be a real nuisance and get those second balls where Willick and Chair can pick him up, where he's just like, like you know, one ball. Or, do, do you know what I mean? I just feel like he could just do that more. Um, I'm just not sure. I, I'm also not sure how much of a natural finisher he is. But I know, he's improved that a lot even last year. Since Austin's been here, he's been much better but I'm still not sure when presented, especially on the floor as well. In the air, he's a bit better in front of goal, but on the floor, on the deck, I not Yeah, You that one that, at Swansea?
1: He had that shot, didn't he, at Reading, what a blinding shot that was. But yeah. those two two goals gave him the confidence to do that because before, if you know, if he maybe not scored those goals, would he be doing things like that? You know, he, he, he hasn't been, has he? And that's all. You no. Know, but well, I, I, like, like I think we're a bit harsh. He's, he's our top goal scorer, Dykes. Yeah. He's our top goal scorer. So, I I think we're being a bit... Well, I am a bit, you know, but he, he's... Like I said, those two goals, hopefully, he finds his form... He, like I said, he lacks consistency, very much so. But there's a lot of players that, you know, that do. So, we'll, we'll just have to see, hopefully, this boost his confidence.
3: Well, we're a striker away. We're a striker away, an informed striker away from literally... really. Like, that's the only thing that i think could would if we could forget one of those three
2: strikers scoring every other week we we'll we'd, we'd be in that top two i think well like like austin in the in the 2014 mm. 15 season you know he was constantly constantly scoring and all right we're not going to get get that from him possibly so much now because obviously he's he's aging that. but yeah we need one of the other strikers to be doing that. But you know Dykes, you know I, I can tell that Dykes is learning off of Austin. It's just as you say, he's he reminds me more of like a Heider Helgason than a yeah. than a Charlie Austin sort of thing because of because of his height, you know, and and the fact that you know he is that big man presence, you know. And sometimes that's maybe why he needs someone to play off of him so that he can he can bring the ball down and feed feed them if he can't find the net himself. I, I don't know what you
1: think, but I think. You know, I think the best partnership for Dykes is a Gray, personally, because I think Dykes can do that, what he wants to do. He can get the ball down, he can knock it on, and Gray's got the pace to pick it up. So I think what we need is Gray to find his form and Dykes, get them partnership up, you know, and bring and use Austin as an impact player to come off the bench. That's my thoughts. He scored last
3: night, yeah. didn't he, Gray, for
2: Jamaica?
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's got what? that pace that we lack, I think, and he...
2: We need to tell Gray though that when we're at home, we're actually playing away, so he might actually score. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
3: has he scored off the screen? He hasn't, has he? No, he no. Hasn't. He
2: hasn't. all his goals have come from away.
0: It's a record as well, I think. I think he's the first player to like score his first five goals, six goals he's got. They've all been away from home in the championship. Oh, it? it's, a, it's like there's some kind of weird championship record that he's a, like without scoring at home, he's scoring that many goals away from home. But do you think away from home with Grey is because teams, like when they're at home, are more inclined to attack us? So he has that little bit more space that he, that he can then attack. When, when we're at home, teams sit in against us. So he doesn't have that little bit of, like, little pocket of space to get into behind. Do you think that's why well, that, he
2: performs better away? Well, that, that goal at Coventry sort of summed it up, really, because they'd they pushed quite far up. And then obviously Willow could just, you know, slight, slid that ball through. And he had basically an empty passage into, to to go one on one with a keeper, you know. So um, yeah, I definitely I, I definitely agree with that point for sure. that yeah, because teams, you know, they do want to attack us, you know, because they know that we we are quite heavy on our defence and that, um, and they want to break us down. That it does when we do like the counter attack or we break away, you know, he then gets that that chance to really like cut through them and that. Uh... Mm-hmm.
3: I've got another question for you. <laughs> And it's—I've seen it quite a lot since Saturday. Is when Diang's back. What do we? What does is, what is Warbs do? It's, it's, I, I, personally, it's just a personal view that I'm not sure you can take Marshall out. He's not put a single foot wrong. He's been unbelievable, really. Um, and I feel well, like his experience is is really useful for the back three or five. Um, it's up to Diang to come back and try and win his spot back I guess. But on the other hand, the egg has been excellent for the last year and a half.
1: Brad, a what do you one. think, mate? It's a tough one because, you know, I'm a like I said to you the other day on the phone, I'm a big Marshall fan since he's come in, his experience, like Warp says, his C V looked good. So you know, and I, I think since he's been in there, you can see him shouting at the players, the saves he's making. He just he just seems like he's gelled straight away and he wants to be there and he you know he wants to he wants to do what everyone else wants to do at the club and take us up. But at the same point, same time, bring it, you've got to remember bringing Dieng in now. He ha- he hasn't really been playing at the Afghan, has he? Let's be honest. He's played once, hasn't he? No, he played so the uh, games. Twice. 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 Yeah, yeah twice. twice. So you know he hasn't had the playing time that you'd think. So he'd come in. He'd need to get he'd need to find his feet again. So for me, why would you change a form keeper that's doing well for us and bring Dieng, Dieng in? But I know some Rangers fans now be thinking we've got to put Dieng in that starting eleven. You know, it's that's his position. But that's
3: just my I memory. saw a poll. It was 50-50. Well, 48 or 50. It was like real close. Like, I think it was like 300 people, 400 people voted. So, you know, I don't think it's... That's... It, I've,
1: seen a, I've seen a picture as well. Did he go to the ASCUE after the game? Yeah, he did. Oh,
3: Marshall, yeah. Oh, yeah, he
0: yeah. went to
1: the ASCUE after the game. <laughs> that's mad, isn't
0: it? Well, I think like, that's the thing. Like players come to our club and they realise that actually we are that kind of like we always say that we are a family club. And I think like players get into that really quickly. Like Jimmy Dunn has done it as well. Like they really get it, get what we're all about. And especially this year when we're performing well, they all want to be involved. They know that there's a really good feel-good factor at the club at the minute. But to just go with obviously the whole D.N. question, I don't see how Chair can walk back in either. Oh. When you think of when you think of January, just look at the month they've both been away. We're unbeaten in six, one five drawn one. Like every every time you look, at every great manager you say, you don't change that winning team, that winning formula. How can they, they both then just come back and walk straight back in the team? big shout
1: there, Swansea that was crying out for a chair. That was crying yeah. out for a chair that game. I mean, definitely it was. was
0: but that's I mean, but I think Rachael will definitely play. I think if he's back, he will definitely play against Peterborough because he hasn't played for Morocco really, so he needs minutes. But he's going to be lacking that match sharpness because he's not played for the best part of a month. How can he walk straight back in the
2: team? I completely agree with that. I mean, as say like for both players, they're not, you know, they're not going to be you know, fully fit straight away. So that's that's one one thing. You know, you're going to have to bet him back into the team. Um, we have. I, I still think we've missed chair in, in in certain moments of games, but we've also you know shown that we can cope without him. Um, and I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I absolutely love end, but you know, Marshall, who obviously doesn't want to catch COVID because he palms and fists everything away, like you know. <laughs> but um, but he's yeah. I mean, he's he's done he's done really well since he's come into the squads, you know. And um, you know, I mean, that that save uh, against Reading on Saturday, you know, out our. our that guy should have actually buried that. He was like literally two yards out, and Marshall pulled off an un- unbelievable save. So, you know, at the moment, I'd say, yeah, no, I, I wouldn't change that, that winning mentality. You know, the, the players are going to have to earn, earn their way back into the team, let alone get get the fitness.
1: I think Warps is that sort of gaffer, though, isn't he? I think he's a sort of manager that would, would be like that. You've got to earn your way to be back in this starting eleven. I'm not just going to put you in this team. You know, you have to get to get to deserve it. So. I
3: think he'll still keep that starting eleventh, but maybe change it for Peterborough but next champ game we've got. I feel it because you come back off a four nil the world's a different place, isn't it? Like after nil nil at Swansea, I was like, we missed Chair, we needed him in there get him in. We win four nil and the world's a different place. You can't drop Amos you know. So I guess it we've just got to remember that Chair's probably our probably is our best player. He's not being fast at I think Willow, Willow probably take possibly, I don't know, but I do think that if he's fit and he's ready to go, I mean, he won't be too far away from the eleven personally. But um, but you're right. Who do you drop? I, I mean, it's not. It's not. Luckily, it's not for us to decide it. But um, but yeah, it was good for Amos. He had a Good game, didn't he? was
0: happy exactly for him. Yeah. He um. And he was unlucky against Swansea as well because he was what an inch from hitting yeah. the post and it going in. Like do you know what I mean, like an inch the right way, and that's literally clipping the post and in the corner. So. Like, that's the fine margins, isn't it, in the game? But it just shows, obviously, he hit the post as well, didn't he, against Reading? Like, he was yeah. getting those sightless, like, then he's got his goal. So, hopefully, that'll give him confidence. He can push on. But I think if, if our players are me, final four, aren't they?
1: If you ask me, you know, before before they played together, if Amos, Field and Johansson in the same starting eleven would work, you know, I'd probably be saying that's not the three that would work together. Because they're all so similar, but...
3: You know, it clearly did work, and so it was similar to Peterborough. So the belief Duncan remembers this, um, but we played Peterborough. We played this the formation like that. It was Austin up. I can't remember if it was Austin or Dykes up front. I think it might have been Austin instead of Dykes. Can't remember. But we played that three, and um and Amos and your just kept swapping. They just kept swapping who would support. I don't know if you remember this. Dunk. We were watching it, Yeah. and it went. It went a bit disjointed. They were. They were all over the place, really. So I'm not sure if that works away from home, but it definitely did work on Saturday, but they were just that number 10 role. they were both just whoever, they were just sort of changing whoever was closest. Um,
0: I think, yeah. going back to the Peterborough game, I think the problem we had there was we didn't have Sam Field in the form he's showing at the minute. Because no. it, it was Don Ball that was it's in that Ball, it? Holding, yeah. holding position. Uh, let like, we have a little mention of Sam Field. Like, January, since he's been like got his fitness and this match sharpness back the last few games, he's been unbelievable. Like it's been between him and Chrissy Willick, really, for player of the month. Both. What about Jimmy Dunn? Oh yeah, but Jimmy Dunn's just Jimmy Dunn, he's just, just immense, isn't he? But I feel especially with that like, the field's been out, to come back and hit the form he's hit so quickly,
2: like he's been really, really good. Just throwing that out there. See, I'd, throw, I'd throw a Domer into the, the mix for player of the month because, you know, he's been back on the score sheet, you know, he's, he's put some really good defensive, um, you know, uh, 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 performances, sorry. Um, and he, he, to me, like, he's he's really, like, shone this month. I mean, the, the thing is, there's so many players at the moment that are, Getting back into that, you know, their, their own rhythm and, and showing, you know, why why we want them in the team, you know, why they should be starting. You know, Amos, uh, I, I thought you know he fully deserved his goal against Reading because, say, hit the post twice and, he, and his performances have been been unbelievable. Jimmy Dunn has been rock solid at the moment. I mean, it, the list the list really goes on with, yeah. with the Player of the Month stuff, but. Um, yeah, I mean, um, it, it, I think with Amos, I mean, we saw it. I think it was against Luton um, towards the end of the last season at this, and he played a bit more of an attacking role, and it seemed it seemed to really suit him. He, he, you know, he was getting in the right position, he was laying the ball off, etc. And I was hoping to see more of that, like from like, from him. But then obviously Warburton then just dropping him back a bit more. So I'd, I'd like to see him play a bit more forwards when. If, the, if there is like an injury or, or something like that, you know. He's got a bit of that 10 yards
3: of pace, does not he, Amos? He's one of them, like, where over 10, 15, 20 yards, he's quicker than anyone. Um, so, and he's, you've seen that. I've seen it quite a few times. I've seen it before, even the last couple of games. He has that little turn of pace, which can take him past a player or two. So, um, if we can keep getting him fit, and the fitter I feel like with Amos, the fitter he gets, the, the, the better he'll be much better like he's not you know where your can 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 coast through games sort of half fit just knocking the ball on and just sort of being it being a nuisance. Um but it's good that we've got options in there isn't it? Like like Doug with you like you said with Field, I feel like he's been excellent. I mean he's like a gazelle. His legs are just everywhere aren't they? Like he seems to I didn't realize he had so much energy. Like he's just running 90th minute running down balls um
1: He's another you know, player though, isn't he, that leaves his leaves his foot in and he's not shy of an elbow. He gets stuck in field, but I mean, you know, talking chair when he does come back. In, you know, if you was in charge, who who are you dropping? It would be Amos, would you say? Or just it's not going to be De Hanson, is it? It's not going to no.
0: be no. Yeah, out, out, so. out of that midfield, it's going to be Amos. It has to be the one who drops out, isn't it? So, mm. but then it, like, it's, it's all good situations to have, isn't it? you'd rather have a lot of players in form and you're struggling to think who the best team is because you know those players will make an impact off the bench.
3: You lose that form with someone like Amos though. that's what you've got to be careful about. Someone like him you want to keep him in the pitch playing every so I just feel like he's going to get better I'm not saying he not to drop him but more has just got to be careful he manages manages the, the, the transition correctly because you don't want to you know what, Amos sitting on the bench for another, you know, two or three weeks, not getting many minutes, and then we need him, and he's not. Do you know what I mean? He's start again. Yeah. Um, so,
1: but you got so, a big but, team of the week. Team of the week this week we had four players in it, didn't we? I don't know how.
3: Yeah.
1: Mark, I didn't. Know, I don't know how Mark Walberton didn't got it. Rooney got it, didn't he? Man, they
3: yeah, did. Rooney really got manager of the week. But they just love the fairy tale, don't they? Like yeah, Sky just... and media, they just <laughs> love it. Like they drew two. We were terrible for eighty-five minutes. Um, <laughs> Yeah, they do, don't they? But um, so, go on then, so player of the month. Then if you you're picking, you are you got you picking. Done. Mine's
1: done. It's gotta be done.
0: Uh, gotta be Chrissy Willock for me.
2: Five assists uh, in a I, goal, mate. Five assists in a goal. Can't beat that, can you? God. Uh, I've, already, I've already I've already said mine, and it's it's a domer for me. A domer is my uh, my man of the month. Um, I can't even pick
3: that I was set on Jimmy <laughs> Down a minute ago but now I'm like <laughs> thinking about i thinking I mean has been good as well has he mm, has awesome. been good. Oh, how like,
0: good, how good. How good how good is it though, the fact that A we're not all picking the same players which is a good thing because it means we've actually yeah. had a really good month and the whole team as a whole has had a really good month and, which, and actually the players we're picking are all in different positions as well no, I've we really. got a striker <laughs> Do you know what I love about Willick? And this is the biggest... We can go on to a
3: Willick discussion I had recently with another QPR fan in sec, but what I like about Willick is, is when he's not, very, not, not great or he's not doing much, he only needs that one minute, that like one turn, that one cross, and he, and, he, and he can just deliver it on a sixpence, or he can take a player on and finish. Like, he doesn't need to have that 80-minute, 60-minute great game where he's turning players inside out to be able to do like a worldie, or just out of nowhere, just do something amazing. I always
2: feel like that's a real to have someone like that in a team is what like a teams make millions for. I mean, like me, with, like... if, if with look, I've got a bit of an insider information from when he was younger. So um, I've uh, got a uh, mate. He's um, he's been at uh, Arsenal. He works for Arsenal Academy. He's been been there for donkey's years, sort of thing. He he was um, he dealt with the Willock brothers when they were quite young sort of thing so he's seen him grow up and, and move on and that and he always said that even at, even as you know 11 12 year olds Chris was always the best brother out of the three and that he was always shocked that Joe you know got the big move and, and Chris didn't sort of thing and even to his day he says no he says yeah he says whenever, whenever I watch Chris he said he's, he's, he's still the best brother out of out of all three so and he, he was telling us that obviously when we first signed him so it was like okay well at least we know what to to look out for like you know so uh, but yeah by by what we've seen with we'll look you know say with those crosses yeah my, my mate was definitely right with uh, in that, with that info sort of thing yeah his crosses is excellent isn't
3: it <laughs> I mean think back to all of the goals we've scored from him crossing like it been brilliant but I just feel like you know when chairs on sometimes you know when he's off it you can tell he's off it and he's off his game, and it, like you it's how he's probably not going to do much. So I mean, he's changed that a little bit this season, but he's still got it a little bit. But well, I feel with Willock, he could just have a put, you know, not be, not be too much in the game. Just out of nowhere, he's turned two players and put it straight on Austin or Dykes's head. Um, would you, here's a question. Would you, I love these. Would you take, so going into the, the second up, the rest of the season, would you take Willock as he is now, or would you take Easy as he is now? You can only take one as,
0: as, as he is now easy as he is, is as now. easy
3: as now right not not when he was i mean because well that's i mean easy. that's easy
0: isn't it you'd take willock yeah you'd say Chris willock because sure. he's in form like what about all right what about right. with easy last
3: season then maybe that was a, that was
1: so you're you're on about now chris willock's form now and easy on form that's what you mean
3: yeah yeah
1: so i would go oh i'm a big easy fan though massive <laughs> he was unreal
2: when he I mean, you can't not love Easy, but I think I'd, I'd actually take Willock. I think, shockingly enough, where like most QPR fans, you know, would say, say um, I'd, I'd take Willock. He yeah, has been brilliant, Willock. Well, we had this kind of brief
0: discussion the other day, didn't we? And I said that with the thing I with Willock is I think, as much as the team is doing better in the league than they did when we had Easy, I think on one level, the squad maybe doesn't have as many good players in a weird way. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like when we had the easy, we had Wells up top, we had Hugh up top, and they both were hitting double figures for goals because of easy. And I think, um, like, Chrissy Willock's doing it in a team that isn't firing as well, but he's hitting, like, he's on the way to be hitting the similar kind of stats that easy did. So I, I agree with you, Scud. So I think it's going to be, for me, Willock. Yeah. Yep.
3: I think I'd agree as well, but it was an interesting one because obviously Easy was so good last year. What well, is easy to forget, but he was ridiculous. Um,
1: so pretty much just answered our, you know, answered our questions from previous podcasts that Willough is going to be the next Easy Self ones.
0: Oh, well, 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 we did not. that. Hopefully, we oh, did, well, well, oh, hope did, did <laughs> that. <laughs>
3: He's been figuring that up for ages. But...
2: Oh no. Terrible, terrible. Oh. What do
3: we think of um, what do we think of Geordie out there? I was a bit surprised if I'm honest. It came out of nowhere, but I kind of understand it. But
2: Scott, what do you think, well, mate? I, I mean I can I can I think I can see what the thought process was with that was you know, bringing in um Sanderson, you know, so we've got we've got that back up. You know, and jordy has been injured for a little while now, and you know, he's unfortunately his his injury track record isn't great. Um, but also, I mean that that partnership at the moment between Dicky uh, Barbe and, and Dunn, it's just unbreakable for me. Um, I, I can't I couldn't see how Device could could come back in at the moment because you know, as we've already been saying about like Jimmy, he's been he's been playing some brilliant games at the moment, you know, and I think he's just he's just been doing so much to keep his himself in um, in the in the start of eleven, Barbe obviously he names himself he plays every game at whether he's whether he's split open like a egg or not and I I mean and then you get and then you've got Dickey who you know all right has some off moments but at the same time if he starts moving forward you you see the opposition get worried you know and I just can't see how our device would, would get in there now with, especially with Sanderson coming in. So if it means getting him, you know, back spect- to fitness properly, get some games elsewhere, then I'm all for it. But it'll be interesting to see what happens come the end of the season.
1: I, I think Geordie was always going to go when he knew Sandersons come in sort of thing up. You know, he obviously thought, I'm never going to get a game here really easy. Then, like Scuddy said, they're not going to drop this three. They're unbreakable. So, But, you know, if this Sanderson comes in and he, and he hits the ground running, and he plays unbelievable, who... Who would you think he'd be coming in for? And for me, I'd probably say Dickie. You know, at the free, at the moment, you'd keep Barbate and done in, wouldn't you? But I'd like to see more of this Sanders win. But do you think he'll start, or will he just be a player that comes on?
0: Um, I mean, I think he'll he will start against Peterborough. I think he'll get that. That was the game in the cup. He'll start, and we can see what he does every 90 minutes there. I mean, like, I was really impressed with Sanderson when we played Birmingham a few weeks ago. Like, I know, obviously, we got the result, but he, he was like, looked like he was hard to play against. Um, and for me, I think he's actually an upgrade on Geordie. As much as I love Geordie when he joined this time last year, like, I just feel like Sanderson has that. He, you can see he's a Premier League, going to be a Premier League player, essentially, in the future, or at least a top-level Championship player, and I don't think Geordie has that.
1: He's
0: a sort of defender,
3: of the jury, though, that just flatten you, did he? Yeah. we <laughs> have got Jimmy Dunn to do that, haven't we? I think it's up to Sanderson to come in and, and, and stake his play, isn't it? He's, really, he's a good defender really, and he's going to push one of them close, I think, but who it is, I, I, I think it's all a pretty level level playing field, really. Um it only takes one of them to be off form for a couple of games and they'll probably find themselves you know, off the bench. The only thing that the only thing that I want like, that question is is about Peterborough because Barbe and Dicky are on these mad consecutive appearances runs. Is he gonna? You don't Are they gonna want to lose that so that for a rest? Rest, Jimmy Dunn. Well, I know, I know. Yes, is that? The obvious one, Jimmy <laughs> be but, but 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 these other two need a rest. But like Barbe and Dicky yes. actually need the rest. That over the out of the three, so it, it's what do you, do you Mate, know?
1: What I mean, Barbe doesn't need a rest.
2: No. Barbe. Barbe doesn't Mark rest Warburg. for no one no, yeah,
1: <laughs> Mark said to Barbe sorry mate you're
3: not in the team and I bet he just go mad at him in a French cop- start he's speaking in French
2: that's why he's still got the bandages on because he head-bited the, uh, the locker didn't he when he said you're not playing today so he head the locker and split his head open <laughs> in, so that's why he's got the bandages <laughs> back on I um,
0: just want to say I've just seen something um, from a senior uh, sports writer at the um, Athletic He's saying that there's some player who's joining Swansea and apparently there's a late loan leaving Swansea to help fund the deal they've just put in. So I don't know whether we potentially could be going back in for Paterson on loan. I don't know if, it's, if that's what we're doing, but I've seen. And he's, this bloke, he's a senior football writer for The Athletic. I don't know. I don't know,
3: know
0: going to happen, but if it does, brilliant
3: he's of player we need I if
0: think if we were to get Patterson
3: true. and Hendrick I think I'd be I'd be happy with that we're not going to get both it's one or the other they're different players aren't they I don't know mate Warbs said he wanted two one or two like two's been like the, the like one, two, two. you know like we'll try and get a couple in like that that's kind of the, the words he's using so you know, if we can get them both in with Marshall and Sanderson mm. I mean that'll be oh. a window wouldn't it
2: that gives Warbs all the tools then yeah I mean, one one thing we haven't even even mentioned yet is um, the the other side of of the transfer window that it doesn't seem like there's been major interest in any of our, our players. Like there's been odds and sods where they're saying like, oh, Burnley are interested in Dykes no, and no, 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 no. No, it's all it's all yeah, it's all like right, yeah, bit time talk. And we've been lucky in that sense that you know some of our top players that will do jobs elsewhere there's not been any major interest so we've been able to you know keep keep this squad rather than worrying about like we have in the past like with Ose, you know adding for half a season was doing really well next week we lost him and then it all went a bit oh we've yeah. lost a you know a major player so it's been quite nice that we've not been on the you know the, the back pages with you know oh, Lyndon Dykes and, and that ex, massive exodus at QPR all these players going to Prem teams and that
1: yeah I do I don't think well, I don't think we'd let anyone go anyway, would we? But it's that's a very good point, you know, that no one's actually come in for any of these players that we're talking about being unbelievable every week. You know, like we said, Dykes has had a bit of interest, but has he you no, know, I don't think Dykes would Burnley, Dykes wouldn't suit Burnley, I don't think. And would he go I think up? he would, I
3: think that'd be the only team he would suit, if I'm honest, yeah. if he was gonna do well. Um yeah. someone like Burnley would be the team that we would, would. Yeah, but
1: They've signed
0: they've signed a the striker, haven't they? That Weghurst from Wolfsburg. So that's
2: good for us. Means Dykes won't be going. Yeah, the only reason they would have wanted to sign Dykes is because they, you know, the impending doom of going down and knowing that he can, he can do it in the in the championship.
1: So I want to talk about you know, what Swansea? How um, how good was Moses? Does anyone else see that? How good Moses was that game?
3: He's like that, Moses. He's in and out in, in games, in, in in a half. He's in and out. Like, I've never seen a player who could be so in form for 10 minutes and look unbelievable and then be so the opposite the next 10 minutes and then and half an hour later he looks unbelievable again and then he'll just, I don't know if anyone else notices that. In, in game, he's, he's up and down so much. Like, and he's always a bit of a liability. I always feel like he's just going to go in two foot so I know he doesn't, but I always feel like that's what he's about to do.
2: The he needs to work thing, on his crossing though. Know. Yeah. Like the weirdest thing with that game as well, there was
0: so like Swansea almost pinpointed him for like they literally battered him, like the amount of times people players went in late on him, knocking him over. Like I've never seen it. He was literally getting kicked left, right, and centre, and the ref will not do anything. Uh, I don't but, think it was as bad as Manning though. Manning was on the floor more times than he. Uh, uh, yeah, but Manning wasn't getting touch, mate. To be fair, he was going down. Moses was getting booted and was like going down and going mental. Every time we tried to run past someone, they body check him, knock him to the floor. Yeah. I mean, like, don't get me started on the referee in that game.
3: Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, what ballers are doing bits, aren't they? They must be scared, aren't they? This is what we've done, I think. Uh, you know, we've made them go out and buy, like, about eight. They've bought a whole new team today, aren't they? Yeah, they've just announced they, Dembele. Dembele, they've got uh, that Nat Phillips. They've got Campwell, Campwell, aren't they? He's not a bad player. Um they've got really Kiefer the Moore got as well Solanke and Moore I mean, I mean I'm, I'm Kiefer Moore
2: is one of them but um, <laughs> yeah. I, I, will, I will laugh so much though that if they've gone out and spent all this money and got all these players in and it just doesn't gel it doesn't work and they start doing a West Brom and just nosedive, I mean, you know, it just <laughs> it would just be beautiful wouldn't it like, oh you know. mate that would
1: be my dream I hate Bournemouth Two, I, I
2: used to like Bournemouth, but I've started slowly to, to come to the realization that there are a bunch of, uh, yeah, yeah, on Tuesdays. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've just, just seen a
3: tweet from a, a Welsh um, outlet saying there's been late bids for two Swansea players, Jamie Patterson being one. Sounds like it's not us. That'll be some nutter club coming in with like a two minute bid for him. Probably, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably Forest. Forest. It's probably Forest, Forest, right.
2: Forest isn't it? It's always
3: they, Forest or Bournemouth, isn't it? They bought like they just they bought players again today. I don't even know how they. Oh, anyway, God knows, Mad, I swear,
2: um I swear that Forest like don't even pay for a scout. They just let us do all the scouting work, and then they go right. Well, we'll we'll go in with a bigger bid and, and get the player instead. Mm. Well,
3: just a quick one. What was it? Anyone's goal of the month? Anyone's favorite goal this this month?
1: I'm going. What? I'm going Chrissy Willard,
0: Birmingham. Bosh, oh, get that in there. <laughs> well, I'm going a bit left field because it wasn't the best goal we've scored this month, but for me, I think it was the most important. And that was Austin's winner against West Brom. Oh. Last minute, winning that was a massive win against a promotion rival, and it kept the momentum going for the rest of the month. I think if we'd drawn that game, we could have, like, our confidence might have dropped a little bit. I think like that that it gave us a kick to push on. And it was such a vital goal, how everything else had gone that game. That, that game seems to epitomize our team spirit at the minute. Barbie getting knocked unconscious by DK, literally the whole all the team getting up around him, Barbie coming back on, head bleeding. And I think <laughs> that just shows the desire, the passion the team have got at the minute. So for me, it's that goal. Cool, don't watch that goal to be favourite, doesn't he? <laughs>
2: I mean, I I knew that I knew that those two goals would be mentioned, and I uh, and and I, I was originally gonna go with the Austin goal as well because, yeah, rightly said it was so important. However, just because of his performances of uh, you know of late and being unlucky in the post twice, I'm gonna I'm gonna say my goal of the month was Amos because I loved that that play. You know, Willock got up the field, Amos stayed with him, lovely little pass off, and that little dink. Just over the keeper, just under the bar, thank God. So, uh, yeah, I'll get a to go with the Amos goal. Loved it.
3: And then Andre Gray's written down. I don't know why I was there. I just thought, he's not going to finish this. but it just nestled, lovingly, in the bottom corner a grass cutter. Being behind it, I was behind it as well in the away end. So, that made it a bit better. I don't know why. But, um, but yeah, I mean, all of them were great I goals. Believe, I
1: can't believe Dunn hasn't got a mention there, though.
3: Dunn's header at was a class. header. Oh, what That's a, a bullet. Yeah, that
0: was a good header. Great header. It's a great header, but to be fair, he was on his own in the box. Like There was no better yeah, yeah. defender anywhere near him. No. Like, not, not one single I would have been disappointed if he'd missed it.
2: I was just glad we got to see a goal up the other end because it was like, hold on, we're winning 3-0 <laughs> and they've all been up the other bloody end. I want one down in the loft, mate. Come celebrate in front of me, like, you know. Yeah.
3: <laughs> what do we reckon? Do you reckon we could do it or what? Oh, mate. I,
2: I uh,
1: reckon we're different. Hundred percent playoffs, a 110% percent playoffs. I, I want to say automatic. I want to say second, but, but really, with Bournemouth doing what they've done today, do you, you think in second? But for us, we need to just ride that wave, don't we? We keep our fans, and we never really have it
0: easy. So, I think the thing in our favour is at the minute we're hitting form. It's whether or not we can keep this form going. Whether that means we can have a little push for second. Like, see if we can keep up with the Bournemouth, Blackburn, Fulham. I think as long as we maintain our playoff place, I, there's no one at the minute form-wise in the playoffs. I think, do you know what? I'd be worried to play them at the minute. Mm-hmm. I think on our day, we're good enough to beat anybody in this league. So obviously, Bournemouth are scared. That's why they've gone out and done what they've done today. Literally, they have bought like a whole new front like attack lineup because they're not they've not they've struggled recently. So. I think it's whether or not they'll gel, whether they can carry on pushing on. But for us, I think as long as we can consolidate our place in the playoffs, I'm happy to have another day out at Wembley.
2: We want 8-9, of
3: course,
2: guys. That's right. I was just saying, yeah, I, I completely agree in, in the sense that 100% playoffs. I mean, I, I said before before the start of the season, I said we had, we should be finishing in the top six. You know, after last season's like performances, but I'm starting to get this warm, fuzzy feeling that we might just do, we might just get second place. But, you know, as the saying goes, there's the easy way, there's the hard way and there's the QPR way. So, you know, if we do manage to get there, it ain't going to be pretty at all and it ain't going to be easy, that's for sure. (laughs)
3: you get that warm fuzzy feeling when you um, get that burger and chips, don't you, from <laughs> <ends> your own <laughs> before the game? <laughs> mate? you want to see his face, mate. I've never seen anything like it. Oh, the
1: chili,
0: chili
3: chips. chips. Oh, mate, we'll get get the chili out chips lads. <laughs> I think that it's going to be an up and down. I think, I think it's not going to be as plain sailing as we as much as I think it seems to be. But I think we'll do it as in playoffs. I think we'll finish. Let's say we get someone with a big away end. You know, you don't want to get Bournemouth where they got like thousand people in the away end. It's ridiculous. You want a big Blackburn where they got like, was it six, seven thousand in Middlesbrough, maybe? Yeah. But um, just quickly then, when in Peter Brown Saturday, good it's a good chance for us to um, just chill with it. Just relax and just enjoy the game. If we win, we win. If we don't, I don't think anyone's gonna be too bothered, are they? Um, let's get some fringe players in there. Let's get George Thomas 90 minutes, maybe Sanderson. Um Moses, again. Um, Austin. Let's just get some of these players some minutes or just in case they're needed. I
1: think
3: he'll um, play Thomas, won't he? Yeah. Bumble, yeah. let's get him in and give him some minutes because you never know when we're going to need these players. I know it looks right at the moment, but a couple of injuries here and there and they could be needed. So, um, I think, So I think, yeah. What do you, what do you think?
0: Uh, like you said, like as much as like a cup run... But like, would be nice. I think with where we are in the league, I mean, I think like we need to have our players fresh to that. So I mean, I think if we can have a weekend where we don't have a game because we're out of the cup, I wouldn't necessarily be that disappointed at losing to Peterborough in the cup. Like as much as I want to win it, I, but it's one of those where if we do lose, it's not the end of the world. We've got more important things to focus on this season than having a cup run.
3: Don't play Willock. I would just literally no. not even take him. I'd let him sit at home. Like I, I have flashbacks to remember Mackie breaking his leg at Blackburn in the FA Cup. Do not even yeah. remember the season we went up? Yeah. I have flashbacks to that all the time, and I'm thinking, just he doesn't need to play. Just let him have a rest. He's been carrying a little bit of a niggle anyway, isn't he? Yeah,
0: exactly. It'd even be nice to see um old Sinclair Armstrong get a game. Mm. I mean, don't have to take like literally take Dykes or Austin. I'd take both of them. Give one of them a rest. Play some of the youngsters. It is one of those kind of games.
3: I guess someone someone's got to play, haven't they? We haven't got a big enough squad to do a complete.
2: Barbe Barbe's, Barbe's already started. We all know that <laughs> he's already out. <there. laughs> <laughs> See, as much as is it, 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 uh, yeah, I mean, I completely agree with the whole. You know, it'd be nice to have a cut run, but you know, the league is more important. After going up there last time, I want a bit of retribution for traveling all that way to lose it in the last minute and have to come all the way back again. Uh, you know, I can't be doing that twice this season. Going, going to bloody Peterborough
1: <laughs> and not not
2: seeing us win.
1: I, uh, I, I'm more of a, I want to beat them, get a good away away team next next tie. You know, West Ham away, Tottenham away. Yeah, and, and let's have it. Put our force. Full- Full team out against them and let's go for it. That's me.
3: Is that what you reckon it,
1: oh, yeah? Well, if we beat Peterborough, yeah, with the second second team, or you know, I think if we get West Ham, Arsenal away, imagine going to the Emirates away, and loads of Rangers, full squad. Let let them have it. Let's go. That's that's me.
2: I want I want West Ham away just because it's a bit closer than everywhere else. (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately, most of my mates are all West Ham because living out in Essex, it's like it's a lot of West Ham fans. But obviously, not being it, not I haven't been to the Olympic Stadium, so yeah, selfishly, I want I want West Ham away because then it's only like forty minutes on the train, and then uh, if we do beat them, then I I can shut a lot of people up in my local pub. All right, lads. Well, let's let's, let's leave it there. Cheers oh, for coming on, Scuds. Top
3: that, mate. Come on again, thank me, you very mate.
2: much. Cheers Thanks for, coming, for having mate. me,
3: mate. And, um, you, can't, you, can't,
1: you can't do your uh thing, of, you know, what you do on your end of your match review. Uh,
2: and as always, <laughs> come on, you are. <laughs> 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 uh, um,
0: sorry, lads. Just before we go, just like oh, hi, um, this happens you you every yeah, podcast, but I, know, I, just, sorry, <laughs> I just thought of it like. Like putting rivalries aside, I just want to sell like, out our condolences to um the family and friends of Paul Parrish, the Fulham family passed away. Like Uh-oh. nobody should go to a footy game and not come home. Do you know what I mean? So just wanted yeah, to say totally. like, condolences to his friends and family. Like it's a horrible thing. So rest in uh, peace. Yeah. Horrible yeah.
3: that. Yeah. Keep safe out there, people. Keep on listening. Subscribe and um...
0: just starting to believe a little bit. Well Hoynlet's got the better of Buxton. Puts it into an area. Keo. Bobby Zamora has sorely scored another playoff
1: winner. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's.